Friends and family of Verta Bremen, welcome to a live Verta Bremen post-game show. It's chaos, and that is going to be the theme for this year. Ian wrote it on uh, a chat in the Discord. I have officially stolen it because I think it best describes what we do here uh, and uh, <laughs> in many ways describes what we get to watch on a weekendly basis. So this is the show by the fans for the fans. And if you are new to the show, and believe it or not, we are still picking up and finding some new people every once in a while, which I still think is crazy. But if you are new to the show, we do host it every Sunday after the league matches are over. Uh, it's done on the Podbean app. So if you get the app, you can uh, call in, you can text uh, while the show is going live. So right now, uh, Dustin Muller is here. King Ian is with us as well. Sooner is here. As always, Christian is with us as well. And you can chit chat you can like i said text you can interrupt us if you want to we'll take your call if it's insightful we'll take it if it's stupid then we'll definitely take it uh, but it's just a really cool way that we can get to hear what you think uh keep the show open and available for everybody that uh, follows verter and wants to be a part of what we're doing now if it's not your style uh you can always reach out to us on twitter christian is at uh, sorry is it x you can reach out, out to us on, on x um, so if you want to X with us sometimes, uh, I was Xing with somebody the other day. It was a great time. Uh, but you can Usually X with X Chris. by myself in public toilets. <laughs> you, can, you can X with uh, myself or Christian. You can get a whole group together. We can all X together. Uh, you can find uh, Christian is at SVWOMYTFC. Myself at Not Easy Green. You're welcome to follow the North America Verter fan group. There's not much action going there on there because everything is moved to the Discord. So if you're like, well, what the hell is a Discord? Then you're probably like me and over the age of 30. Uh, Discord is just like the old school AOL chat room with emojis now. And uh, <laughs> did I describe that well enough, Christian? <laughs> Yeah, I'd say that's pretty accurate. If you really want to do a throwback, it's like IRC for any fucking nerds out there or people who like stolen uh, programs. Uh, kudos to King Ian. He just texted in that I've had X with my girlfriend. She goes to a different school, though, so you wouldn't know her. <laughs> that's what you think. All right. If you want to send larger bits of mail, you can send it to NotEasyGreen2017 at gmail.com now before we get into this of course this is going to be the first show of the season we're going to have a lot uh, to try to get through uh, i did want to let you know a few changes that are happening with the verter na uh, scene and the crew here so i probably don't give enough uh, of the supporting cast here if you will and of credit for over the years uh, but once again christian sooner and king ian have all stepped up for one more year of well 
I guess chaos, as I suppose. So this season, Sooner is going to take on a, an even bigger role. He was already doing lots, but um, and he's going to start joining us kind of later on into the podcast, intro introing some upcoming opponents, uh, as well as continuing with his blog and doing some stuff on the Instagram channel. Um, and it should be said that he's been an absolute blessing uh, to what we do here, and you can't say enough good things about him. Uh, except I just ran out of good things to say about him. So there's that. <laughs> King, <laughs> King Ian uh, is returning again. Uh, so the Verter NA fan shop you can find on the link tree. Uh, each year he kind of has some cool ideas that he throws out there, uh, some designs that he fires off. If you've got ideas, he's also open and available to suggestions. Again, if they are sufficiently shitty, we will put them on a t-shirt and sell them. Um, <laughs> all of the prizes. The folks. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You too can have something on a t-shirt that people can look at and say, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I, I guess you could put, I guess you could wear that. Yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just so you guys know, if you buy stuff from the shop, all that, all the money that goes in there goes right back into the show uh, for prizes and other expenses that we have. Uh, call girls, cocaine, that sort of thing. Um, so even though uh, he is the king, he often doesn't go for the glory rolls. He goes for the glory holes. And I want to make sure that I thank him today for everything that he does to keep things going. Uh, and of course, as you've already heard him, uh, our number one attraction, Christian is back for another year. He's committed to sticking it out on the show and foregoing what could have been a lucrative career in pornography. Christian, what it do? What it motherfucking do? What's going on? <laughs> well, I guess God there's damn. a bit going. I guess there's a bit going on right now. But uh, how's uh, how's summer gone for you? Ah, uh, pretty good. I'm I'm a bit fucking bummed. It's coming to an end. Uh, yeah, I think this is probably the saddest time of the year for me. Uh, uh -huh. just because fall's coming and fall's okay, but man, fuck no, winter. It's not. Fuck yeah. winter, all sorts. You know, at the end of the day, don't tell me to put on more fucking clothing. Don't tell me to go out and ice skate. It's a shitty fucking, it's a garbage <laughs> season. So anybody that does not suffer through winter like we do, I'm very jealous. And you're not missing fucking anything, genuinely. Yeah, it's a, it's a good thing that there's a lot of other stuff going. Like, we don't have uh, tsunamis. We don't have hurricanes. You know, so there's that. That's nice. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, the cold is yeah. just awful i could i could take a good tornado every once in a while through you know the trailer courts of saskatchewan that wouldn't be so bad absolutely yeah <laughs> it might clean up some <laughs> some shit <there. laughs> it's god's god's way of cleaning up God, god's way of keeping the hillbillies at bay that's right <laughs> that's i think there was, an, there was an old joke about uh building a wall around um oh their Winkler Manitoba or something like that to stop the spread of Abe's just because of all the, all, all the men. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> as, uh, just as we were chatting here, Salty joined the group. So, Hey Salty, good to see you again. Uh, and, uh, all that other crap that I was mentioning, but I was talking about the link tree. I always have to plug this. So if you're wondering where to find that it's Linktree backslash Verter N A L I N K T R dot E E backslash Verter Na. All right, Christian. Obviously, <clears throat> we all gonna have to kvetch for a little while about the game. Um, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to belabor or gild the lily too long here. So let's pick maybe one, maybe two things that we want to comment on. 
it sounded as though you might have uh, an interesting theory as to uh, the five-dimensional chess that Ole Werner was playing. Uh, so, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's just uh, kind of brief overview on the game, and uh, and then we'll move on to other things because there is a packed and stacked show here today, and lots of listener. Uh, questions and would you rather's and bet on it. There's tons of stuff to get through today. So thanks again for everybody for your participation. Uh, without you, this show would be, well, we would be probably rolling credits right now. That would be about it. 10, 10, 10 minutes. And, yeah. <laughs> and and truthfully, that would be a record for how long any one of us has lasted, I'm sure. Uh, Christian, your thoughts on on the game, on the Pokal game uh, against Victoria Cologne. Uh, lost three to two in the bitter throes of extra time, not even extra time, added time, I should say. Yeah. what? Just absolute stupidity. Honestly, I'm going to chalk it up to the following. Um, A combination of arrogance and naivete. Um, I'm with you. As soon as I saw the lineup, I didn't like it. I didn't understand it. Uh, We've signed all these new players that we're trying to get to play a system. Why wouldn't we just put them out there and fucking see what happens? Um, and I think it's a combination of underestimating uh, Victoria Cologne, um, you know, thinking, well, they're a third division team. We shouldn't have any problem with them, which is just absolute horseshit. Um, coupled with, well, the new guys don't quite know the system yet because they just got here. Um, and, and just thinking, yeah, I, I think the combination of the two. I, and, and it's absolutely frustrating. I'm, I'm with other people. Like, I'm not happy with this result. I think it's a terrible way to start the season. Um, I don't for a second think that this determines the rest of the season. Um, I'm hoping it's a wake-up call uh, for for Verner. Um, But yeah, I I think that he was truly arrogant going into it, thinking that, you know, especially, Jesus Christ, I think the most arrogant uh, aspect was probably putting on a bunch of fucking defensive players when we're up 1-0. Like, in what world... Have we ever had a stable defensive unit? We've never, ever, ever in the last fucking decade. You know, did we show anything last season that would suggest as much? The answer is still fucking no. You know, sure, I get that people are losing faith in Berner. I don't have any problem with that. But I will reiterate, you know, we have a bunch of new players. We have been practicing this this formation that he used to play with all the time. So I know last year we were apprehensive. Will it happen? Well, it is now happening. You know, as to whether we will be successful is still up in the air. 110% we do not know. We might have gotten a glimpse or an idea yesterday, but he decided not to do that. I mean, it could have been too to see like there were a couple players played out of position, right? Could have been also to see how they adjust, how they're able to play those positions if we were forced to play them there, which to me, once again, fucking stupid that's what preseason games are for that's not something you do now in a in a tournament where we need to win money you know what should yeah. have been quote unquote easy money <laughs> well now a uh, verter is number one i think uh, as far as bundesliga teams that have been eliminated in the first round of the pokal uh so we i think we're at 13 times now if memory serves correctly and thanks to hamburg not getting eliminated they're at 12 so we both have a pretty horrid record, uh, but we're better at being worse. So there's that. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> Good job, we're going to, yeah, well, we just got to beat them. I don't really care how we beat them. We beat them. <laughs> yeah, it just has to happen. 
Well, I mean, from from my perspective, um, I, I showed up late to the game. I was scrambling to get a decent feed. More on that later. Um, and all the while, I never even took a look at the lineup. Um, and I didn't. I didn't even didn't even look at the lineup card. Didn't look at who was on the on the uh, bench. Uh, it was halfway through the game, and I thought, well, who are our substitutes? And then I started scrolling through it, and it just was kind of slowly dawning on me. It's like, okay, this is an interesting lineup. This is an interesting group of people. Um, and, and unfortunately for us, uh, as you mentioned, Christian, uh, Werner started the game with a new system, the new system he wants to try out. Um, I believe the three, four, three, isn't going to be the everyday system, but it's going to be the system when we are the favored, uh, team or where we're going to try and go out and assert ourselves. Unfortunately, inside of 11 minutes, that was all shot to hell. Thanks to peeper, uh, and some absolutely horrific defending, uh, when it came to positional play, I've <clears throat> one of, one of the biggest struggles that I have with, uh, with the Ole Werner defensive structure is that because of the man-to-man orientation in the midfield, and this will be all I'm going to talk on tactics, and then I'm moving on, but the man-to-man orientation in the midfield requires our defenders, our back line, to man-mark or follow the opposition strikers. So if if our back line doesn't follow the opposition strikers, they get free looks at direct long balls. Uh, Like if you have a target man or something, he can kind of drop into space in our midfield and pick up a ball and and begin, you know, working their offense from there. So we have to follow them. And if you think about a back line, the problem with one of our center backs following these guys as they drop into our midfield is that it leaves a gap behind them, which someone can run at an angle in behind. And guess what? It is precisely how the opening, when Peeper got his red card, that's exactly what happened. And a number of uh, of situations thereafter, we were carved open because the defensive structure requires this. So all of that to say, I am, I am disappointed. It's really too bad. I want to be angry. Like I want to be really pissed off about this whole thing. I do. The problem is, is that I find that some people get so angry and they launch themselves to the extreme that I now have to become a moderate. <laughs> and yeah, I and I didn't I, I didn't want to I didn't want to be a moderate. <laughs> I yeah. really just wanted to be pissed off. <laughs> and you know what? I think we can be pissed off. I think you know. So. I know, but you want that untethered rage sort of pissed right. off. Well, and I felt that that's kind of where I was coming from was untethered. And then I, I read some some comments and I thought, well, no, that that's untethered. <laughs> that's... <laughs> I'm sounding I'm sounding quite conservative at this point in time. And, yeah. I, and I don't mean, you know, MAGA or anything like MAGA sooner. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, the, the everything about the game, I think, exposed um, my greatest fear. And that was that the team. Uh, and I, I, there's been comparisons between Werner and Kofeld, and I actually think the longer I'm watching, I have a harder time differentiating and saying no, they're they're not they're not that similar. They are getting pretty yeah. similar. And and the scary part yeah. here is that both of them started their tenure. You think about Ole Werner and the beginning of the season, there was no fear. They they put everything forward. They went for it. Um, we we played aggressive. We just we put it all out on the field. We either lost big or won big. That's what it was. Right. And we surprised a lot of teams. We, we picked up a lot of points. We probably either shouldn't have, or, or, you know, I will say didn't, they weren't expected. And then when we kind of had a certain number of points, all of a sudden we watched Werner 
begin to augment and change to a defensive posture and and gone was the gone was the the risk taking and gone was the you know let's just go for it guys gone was that full body commitment etc cetera, etc cetera. the same thing happened with Kofeld my thinking was was that over the the summer break here with transfers with you know oh we got through that by the skin of our teeth that there was going to be like this reflex where 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 Werner was going to come out and was going to go back to the Werner we used to know, or was at least mm. going to bring bring something that got me excited about watching football again. Um, and granted, Peeper screwed the whole thing up. Yes, sure. Uh, but but every substitute that was made by Werner and every yeah. single w- just made the team worse, more yeah. defensive and worse. Yeah. I, I and and I'm I guess that's probably the most heartbreaking part for me. Is that we had an yeah. entire summer uh, to to adjust our trajectory, to adjust how we were going to go about the games, uh, and and you hear Fulkrug's um, anger at the end of the game. It's rightly rightly mm-hmm. served, uh, and 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 well spoken, and, and and it's like okay, so then again, I think I brought this up some time ago last year. That those comments, well, we need we know we need to come out of the second half. We got to be awake, but then we get scored on. We're working on it, or we're trying. Right. And it's like, you guys know what to do. You guys have, you know, instruction. You guys are, you know, you know, and you're fucking professional athletes. Yeah. Like your professional athletes getting paid more money than I can even begin to fathom. Even the fucking janitors making more money than I can fathom. You should know exactly what to do and stop making the same fucking mistakes over and over again. And some of that has to come down to tactics, right? Has to come down to coaching. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think most people are slowly, and especially because of the game management, which which was absolutely atrocious this cup game. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. I think Ole Werner had his pants. Well, he pulled his own pants down. <laughs> yeah, nobody nobody did it for spanked. him. Yeah, <laughs> doing the helicopter yeah. on the on the touchline there. Uh, <laughs> well, let's uh, we're go- we are going to put this one behind us because we got a lot of uh, of of content to get through. Did you have it? You said you had a theory on why Ole Werner did what he did. I'm not sure if you touched on that through some of the. Yeah, yeah, no, it was basically the, there was the arrogance and naivete. Okay. Um, yep. So underestimating the opponent, uh, overestimating how good our players are, even the ones at a position, you know, um, sure. thinking that our defense had somehow miraculously changed, um, you know, over, I, I over hadn't the heard... last couple of months. I hadn't heard anything about guys in trench coats and dark alleys and money exchanges. So I wasn't, I wasn't sure if we fully gotten into the, <laughs> yeah. well, put your tinfoil hats on folks. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, for the rest of, I mean, we're out of the cup. It's embarrassing. I don't know what else yep. there is to say about it. We can all be angry about it. Let's just be angry about it. But we do have to yep. move things along here. Let's, we're going to talk about transfers, how the summer window went, uh, where we see the team heading here this uh, this next year. And uh, and then I guess we've got a whole pile of listener stuff to get to. And Sooner's going to jump on and preview a game for us. So let's, uh, let's get to it. Just before I do that, though, we made a couple of upgrades to the show. I know. Everybody's like, come on, really? Yeah. We're actually, for the first time ever, we're paying for this shit. So... <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and so I did, I put a little bit of work in it. The whole thing isn't ready. Uh, next week, uh, I'm going to have a best of 2022, 20, 23 for you. Uh, it's some wonderful stuff, but just kind of as a teaser, we've got these really cool, uh, bumpers now. So, you know, in the event that we're, 
uh, oh, I don't know, talking about a game like we were just talking about, uh, we w- I can throw in something like this. We needed to stop tickling and start fucking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can't believe people listen to us. <laughs> oh, what a pussy hole. What kind of horse shit is that? Oh. <laughs> Officiating was shit. <laughs> we have got to be the most juvenile show ever. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I wonder how but long I'm going to be in This motherfucker should not be starting. <laughs> Oh, oh, anyway, let's uh, let's get into it here. So uh, we <laughs> <laughs> magic, oh, absolute magic. Totally. <laughs> for, for like hundred and fifty bucks, this is what it bought us. <laughs> <laughs> Worth every penny. Speaking of which, let me know when you want me to send my share. <laughs> yeah, that's right. you're already creating content for the show. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Keep, so, right? so uh over the summer uh Verter, uh made has so far uh, to date i mean on there might all of a sudden be another another move here while we're while we're on the phones but seven million in income uh this year during the transfer window two million in sales so a positive five million balance obvious question here christian are we actually a better team after this transfer window or not yes i'd say so um, the question is, will we do anything with it? Um, but yeah, no, I think so. I think we finally, we finally have a, well, I mean, I, you know, okay, hold on. I, on paper, we are a better team. Um, whether go. these players will perform, um, can they perform? Can they be coached? You know, are they being coached properly to perform? That is the question. But on paper, absolutely, we are definitely a better team. I don't have any doubt there. Yeah, and that was uh, that was actually going to be my response to that. On paper, that's because yeah. yeah. <laughs> because well, I mean, even one cup game later and a loss later, we still haven't yeah. even seen any any of the new signings. So hard, yeah, to, seriously. hard to hard to know yeah, what impact God. they're going <laughs> to offer, right? <laughs> so when you uh, let's uh, let's just take a quick look here at uh, the transfers that have happened so far. So uh, Kovanovsky, free transfer, um, Kaita. Free transfer. Now, I I want to pronounce his name Linen, but I'm sure it's wrong. Uh, yeah, I think it's Lunen. Somebody had mentioned that it's pronounced Lunen. Lunen. Yeah, something like just yeah, can we not just give them a good proper Anglo-Saxon name? It's Lennon now, which it, I guess that's not an Anglo-Saxon <laughs> like <the clock>. name. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see how uh, our good friend Wikipedia pronounces it. Oh, well, that's the oh, yeah, that's the authority on all subjects of controversy. Oh yeah, there's no debate there. It's not like it's just made up on the fucking fly. Um, and they do not tell us at all. That is no. ideal. It's Perfect. it's free for interpretation. It, that's yep, what that means. Yep. If, if Wikipedia Linen hasn't is. commented on it, <laughs> Linen <laughs> does a great job of covering the midfield. There's lots of plays Ooh. on words for that. Yeah, it's great. And <laughs> who uh, soft, of the, of the... extremely soft touch, <laughs> delicate to the if, touch. <laughs> if you dip them in water, you can smack other guys' behinds with it with stinging force. 
<laughs> I guess it kind of ran out there. But anyway, of the three, uh, <laughs> of the three that I mentioned, <laughs> which one are you most excited about this year? Um, that's a good question. I think probably linen, or linen, or lunin. Uh, our our new six. Uh, should guy. should he actually set foot on the fucking field over Christian Gross in any capacity? Uh, I am excited to see what he can do and what he will provide the team with. Um, let's not forget that Stay did not just walk into his position. However, once he got there, he owned it and basically was, I think, you know, almost guaranteed uh, starting 11 every time. Um, it's a irritating as shit that it's even a question with this player because he's better than anybody else we have right now without even having set foot on the fucking pitch. But I would not be shocked if there was a slow immersion like before, um, which all, I mean, that is an issue for me. I, I, you know, as far as Verner is concerned, but I, he's, he's playing a position we've lacked for so long. He's going to cover in front of our poorest fucking defense and hopefully, you know, stop at least a goal or two from happening in some capacity. I desperately want to be excited about Kaita, um, but I don't think I can be. Yeah. I, and that one is, I just don't, I, I, again, I just don't, I can't have my, well, I guess I can't have my heart broken one more year. I'm cheering for the team for crying out loud, but I mean, yeah. I just, I can't emotionally invest in the guy because I just have no idea what to expect um, or yep. if we're even going to see him more than like a dozen games. Um Kovanovsky uh, really kind of uh, helped me get excited about him during the the preseason. Uh, some of the work he put in, some of the touches he has. He obviously is a, a through and through striker. Um, you know, I I'm just I'm again. It's the the Dukes and Fulkrug situation. Uh, why on why on earth um, uh, we are going to believe that we're actually going to see much of Kovanovsky if neither one of those guys is injured? Um, I don't know, right? It, it's yeah. it's going to be hard for me to see how he's going to break into the team uh, if neither one of those two guys is is injured, because obviously form uh, isn't a isn't a qualifying uh, measure that's taken into account when formulating a uh, a squad list. Um, I did want to <clears throat> just kind of go over, um, like I said, I, th- I think we're better on paper this year. Yeah. Uh, with, of course, the exception of the left side of the field, um, <laughs> that that hasn't been addressed this transfer window at all. Uh, in fact, it's been made worse. Uh, there's there's still a few days left, and we're getting linked with all kinds of left backs. Um, but and and I I had a, I did have a sincere issue with us selling Buchanan um, without a an already improved uh, replacement because um, now we're basically beggars at the table now we're desperate and and people whether they they'll just hang on to guys and and make you pay for it so i'm actually expecting another shitty michelle lang loan or something like that there's a nice pull for those of you that remember that horrific loan deal um outside of that i i think physicality or physically i think we've improved in the midfield we have taller players stronger players uh whether they play our creativity, I think, has improved again on paper. Uh, we've added another good striker uh, option up top. Uh, the defense, as you've already mentioned, Christian, remains unchanged and remains terrifying. 
<laughs> Absolutely yeah, short terrible. Of, like it's fucking garbage. I hate her defense so much. <laughs> and and let's not forget that Friedel is still captain as well, which is beyond me. Yeah. All right. Moving on to happier topics. <laughs> I was so <laughs> sure he wasn't going to be captain this year, but I know. Oh well. <laughs> right, you and me both. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had a I had a little thing I wanted to just kind of go through because uh, I I call it, history doesn't maybe doesn't repeat itself but it rhymes um, and and I, I made a few references over the years uh, over the years over the last season or so over the transfer window over the last two months wow this that got that got progressively smaller <laughs> in the last ten minutes all right right now at this moment so I just tweeted <laughs> x I was just xing. Um, so <laughs> over this last window, I kind of made a mention that it, things were kind of looking like 2019. Um, and with only a week to go here, I believe that the comparison may be stable in a lot of regards, uh, in others, maybe out to lunch. Uh, but the, the situation of the team and the organization was distinctly different in 2019. So I guess one can expect uh, that there should be some differences, but there does, uh, there does remain this consistent figure throughout both of them. And that's Frank Bauman and Clemens Fritz. Now, um, immediately, I think where the comparison may fall short, it would be the overall transfer expenditures, right? So, so far we've actually made 5 million, um, uh, to the good in the transfer window. Whereas in 2019, we were like 14 million deficit. Um, however, I did want to draw some, uh, our attention to some correlations that I found interesting and others, uh, for the rest of you, then if you don't find it interesting, I wasted your time, uh, get a refund at, uh, at the pod bean store. I'm sure they'll be giving those out. Uh, so the summer of 2019 was kind of a new era for Verder, uh, as Fritz and Bauman both solidified their positions as the head of scouting and responsible for all contract negotiations when building the team. And the former squad planner, Tim Steiten, uh, moved on to Leverkusen. It was this summer that we saw a drastic shift in transfer policy, primarily in these categories. Almost exclusively domestic players were purchased, and by that I'm referring to the league player the player was playing in and not their nationality. Almost exclusively established talent was being purchased, uh, and more economically due to an injury history. Youth players that were coming up and incoming talent was being loaned out. And if you take a look at 2019, all the players fit that bill. Full crew, top rack, bit and court. Here's a fun little little known fact. Do you realize that Bittencourt, prior to coming to Verder, missed 10 to 15 games a season Wow. Uh, really? prior to coming to us? Yeah. Top Rack we knew was... Yeah. Top Rack we knew was an injury bug. Full crew we knew was an injury bug. And I just did some hunting on Bittencourt. And yeah, he was missing regularly 10 to 15 games a season before coming to us. Dude, and you know what? I can remember a time, uh, and I... I almost loathe to say this out loud just because I'm so fucking superstitious. So I'm going to knock on wood. I can remember a time when honestly we must have had hammer and tongs methods for fucking, uh, you know, healing players. Cause we would just like, and this would have been, that was 2019. No, I even longer long before that. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And, take, and that's why I was kind of apprehensive about Kaida coming because I'm like, if he's, not doing well at places like Liverpool where money's not a fucking concern, then what do we have to offer? Now, take a look at how many Good games point. Leo has missed since coming, and I'm willing to bet it hasn't been that much. Take a look at Luca since coming. 
hasn't really missed that. I know he missed like the end of last year, but we're all kind of suspicious as to whether that was just to keep him safe so we could sell him. Which well, he he missed like the entire finish. 2019 season though. Who Luca? Yeah, 2019, 2020. That was he missed almost all of it because he had uh, ruptured knee. Um, oh, I can't remember who put the tackle in on him during practice. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> well, that shits on my whole. Uh, <laughs> Never mind. Carry on. <laughs> so, and, and then I was, so that was 2019. 2020, uh, we paid handsomely for the agreements for Bittencourt and Toprak. Uh, the only players that we brought in outside of those were Agu and Eras, uh, two domestic transfers again. Uh, Agu injury riddled uh, and an Eras not worth the free transfer he was signed on. And we saw the exodus of youth talent again on loan. Jojo, Bemo, Goller, Besta. Uh, 2021, we saw our first dip into international acquisitions in two years with Anthony Young. Uh, some of you may have heard of him. Every once in a while, you can find him standing still on the left-hand side of the pitch as people run past him. Um, outside of that, Duksh and Rap. Again, domestic products, people that we knew. Um, so here we saw a new development in which the club, and this is the thing I want to key in on. We saw a new development where the club began to sell our developing talent, Nor- Norwaki for 1.5 million, Besta for two po- or for 950,000. Uh, yes, those deals included some additional agreements, uh, where Verter can make some money off future sales. So what I kind of built for you here is the parameters wherein Fritz and Bauman choose to operate. This is their preference experienced players, developed talent, uh, and develop your talent somewhere somewhere else. Again, a slight shift in 2021 when it comes to young talent. In 2022, we see again that pattern. However, with the shift in 2021, the team was held financially afloat in a fire sale, uh, so they were able to meet their immediate obligations. But in 2023, the club needs to address the looming debt crisis with little to no cash kicking around, aka the club needs to sell players to improve the squad and sell players to begin addressing the debt. So when I was talking about, uh, like I had a feeling, I think like a lot of other folks, that a reasonable way to do this would be to sell a number of experienced players whose market value could fetch a decent price. And we talked about this like crazy, right, Christian? You know, sell yeah. Fulkrug, sell Friedel, yeah. right? Absolutely. Don't show right. all of them. Yeah, right. It's fine. Then you take a portion of those of those monies and you invest it in new talent and you take a portion of it and you service your debt. Uh, no doubt it's a difficult thread, a needle to thread. And and that's why I said at the at the close or the start of the transfer when it has to be perfect. There's zero room for error. Here's what I didn't count on. I didn't count on Bauman and Fritz deciding to continue in their ways. Uh, yeah. Bauman and Fritz have once again decided to build Verder with established talent with prolonged injury history. And the variation would be that these players are now international transfers rather than domestic ones. Um, and I'm guessing that Jans might have something to do with that. Uh, if you don't believe me, let's take a look. So uh, Kovanaski, free transfer. In 20, uh, 19 and 20, he missed 14 games. 2021 missed eight games. 21 22 missed 12 games. And in 21-22, it was a torn knee ligament. Damn. Kaita. 18-19, missed 11 games. 19-20, missed 20 games. 20-21, missed 28 games. 21-22, missed 8 games. 22-23, missed 38 games. Fucking hell. 
It's literally <laughs> like two seasons out of how many? Lunin or linen or linen. Uh, in 2021, 22 missed 32 games with a ruptured knee ligament. Sure. So Bauman and Fritz still face the problem. So they, this is how they're going to build their team. They have not changed since 2019. I built all that just to say that things are not different from 2019 at all, but now they face the problem of financing the club and addressing the looming debt situation. And here's another thing I didn't see coming. They are selling Verter's talent to finance the club. They are exchanging Verter's future to pay for the present. They are playing the odds that either the injuries won't happen, or if they do, the talent of these players would kind of outshine what would be the developing talent in the number of games that they are able to play. So gone are the loans. We're no longer loaning our talent out. Now we're selling. We're actively selling developing talent and at a reduced price. Don't believe me? Let's take a look. (laughs) Buchanan. 1.5 1.5 million valued at three. Schmidt, 2.5 million. That was a straight across deal. Kirodia, we made a million. So so there's that. Two million was valued at one. Engelhart sold for 900,000. Uh, was, I think, worth over a million. I got to remember that. And of course, I did have to throw in Park on here. We sold him for 150K uh, and a bag of soccer balls. Uh, and he was worth, I think, 250. The only loan we made this year was Dinchi. Uh, that would be like we'd call an up-and-coming talent. So we are literally financing the club, financing our debt by selling our up-and-coming talent, and they are doubling down on injury-riddled, experienced players uh, to keep this club afloat. I have no idea how it's going to turn out, but I wasn't going to go the rest of the day without saying so. So I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, Christian. No. I mean, it's a fucking bummer. Um but this is kind of what we can expect so long as we continue to have Fritz and Bauman running the show, right? Um, yeah. And I mean, you know what? Oddly enough, this kind of makes sense that they would have hired Ole Werner, who prefers to play experience over youth, right? Yep. Yeah, who has who has he developed? Let's which of which of our players maybe, has maybe he developed? He's kind of, I wouldn't say he's developed, but he's given some opportunities to players that were otherwise being ignored and were quote unquote young. Like so Schmidt and Schmidt. Schmied. Yeah. That yeah. and that's kinda pretty much it, right? Like Kirodia got one game. I know he was in high school or some <laughs> shit like that, but fucking whatever. Frickin' um, sooner. Yeah, Gross's career has really taken off. Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> Absolutely. No, that's true. Oh, that's true. But this motherfucker <laughs> should not be starting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I let's stand, uh, I stand with it. <laughs> <laughs> I endorse this. <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> so right now, uh, Christian, who do you see as our starting 11 and our best formation to run? You know, I had trouble with this. Um, <laughs> Me too. I'm going to say I still think that the 3-5-2 is probably our better uh, formation. I feel like it's the more structurally sound, both defensively and offensively. Um, There's nothing we can do about our center backs. They're all garbage. Well, okay. Let me restate that. They're not great. (laughs) I kind of don't mind Stark and Peeper. I can do without Friedel and Velkovich. Um 
So I, all you can do then is sort of use uh, all the best players in front of them, right? So I said a three-five-two. Um, obviously, Pavlenka and Net. Um, oh, and then I, yeah, I mean it's a given. And then I said Stark, Friedel, Peeper, uh, no, no Velkovich. Um, and then across the mid, and this is assuming we aren't haven't signed or we're not going that's, to sign. Yeah. That's uh, how I did it. Uh, yeah, a left back. And I loathe to say this, but uh, <laughs> Jung, Stay, Lunen, Linen, uh, Linen, uh, Kaita, Visor. Assuming as Kaita's le- healthy. As long as it's not <laughs> Luna, Lina, Lemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With that new fucking Belgian guy we signed. Yeah. Um, and then uh, but Mitch on, on the wing. And then Duxin, Luke up front. So that's what I have. You have an absolutely identical everything yeah. to what I wrote down. I so figured. no controversy <laughs> here, and we can't even argue about it. No. no. <laughs> well, that's no, hot I radio, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Tuner <laughs> uh, has a great name. Yeah, Lulu Linen. There you go, Lulu Linen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm looking well, right now uh, how to pronounce, by the way. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Probably fuck. what 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 has been the most disappointing transfer out uh for you this window? Um probably our man to uh Birmingham. Actually, you know what? Uh as much as that hurts, I'm actually gonna say Kierodia. Yeah. Um I really would love to have seen more of him. I would like to have kept him. Uh, he kind of felt like what that little bit that we saw, we're like, wow, this kid's actually pretty fucking good. And he was a 17 year old playing amongst, you know, professional adults. Um, and he's gone for change, you know? Well, now like, you can uh, watch him in Freiburg. Perfect. Oh, delightful. Right. That's, that's where he's he went to think, right? Best. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, no, I think oh, he glad- went to, uh, Yeah. Ah, my bad. Another black and white team. Yeah, all the same to me. Uh, (laughs) It's made to feel worse by uh, Naraki, who's now going to Celtic from uh, the Polish team that we sold him back to for, what, 5 million euros or something like that? Yeah, we'd have held on to for one more year. Yeah, and well, well, we know that Celtic are a big fish in a small pond. They're consistently in Europe, you know? Yep. And guess where we haven't been in fucking ages. So, yeah, it would have been pretty nice to have that guy. So, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Kia Rodia on that one. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Buchanan uh, just because now I really have I really have no reason to try and find out what his mom looks like. <laughs> well, I'm still looking, man. I'm 110% still looking. You got, you got Google <laughs> Alerts set up for that? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> The Buchanan's mom. It's like it's you know it's gonna be an article in the sun or something like that. It's, <laughs> at some point. <laughs> Poo flu fever <laughs> strikes Lee Buchanan's mom in the grocery store. Shows her like squatting behind a thing of cabbages or something like that. <laughs> oh, there's the quality we've all paid to see to listen to. Uh, all right. Uh we're gonna move on quick here to lister questions piles of bet on it or against it and then we're going to get uh sooner in on the show to preview the contest 
and the upcoming match against Shriza Bayern. Uh, okay, so here we go. Christian, are you ready? we got some would-you-rathers here. Sure. Would <laughs> and we're starting out uh, on a <laughs> real high. Uh, would you rather have Justin Bieber or Drake as your prime minister? Oh, God, are you fucking kidding me? Jesus Christ. Um, and I, I, I loathe that this is a question and I have to answer this. I'm going to, and I also loathe my answer for the record. Um, I'm going to go with Drake on this one. Um, not, I'll give you a third option. Okay. A third option would be Drake and Bieber have a baby and that becomes prime minister. That one, because it'll be completely (laughs) brainless. I'll go with Drake because he's managed to make a career uh, out of, I mean, being on a teen soap, you know? Congrats. You and he's making a shit ton of money. Uh, more, yeah, yeah, more money than the, even maybe more money than the janitors in professional football teams. All right, would <laughs> you <possibly>. rather? <laughs> and I, I regret that I even have to ask this question. Would you rather watch that game again, uh, referring to the Pokal game, uh, <laughs> Or rub your taint over broken glass. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously taint. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. I'm doing that later anyways. So. <laughs> that's, that's another one of your specialty segments on the uh, on the OnlyFans <laughs> channel. Business and pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bet on it or against it. Here we go. We got a pile. All right. So, and by the way, folks, if you're listening to this and you're like, what the crap is this? If you want to send me uh, statements, if you want to send me ideas, prognostications, uh, Christian and I will either bet on it or bet against it. Um, And it's literally that simple. So bet on it or against it, Christian. Werner will be the fourth manager in a row, and you knew this one was coming, that gets fired by Bauman the season immediately after he extends him. (laughs) <laughs> um so we're not gonna say where in the season eh? we're just going no nope, this is just general. he will be fired uh now that he's been extended by bauman he'll get fired by him this uh, i uh, guess we'd have to say I mean, this this season i mean oh okay then sure like that feels that's such an open-ended question i mean at some point in time even if he's successful this season and for like the next five and then all of a sudden falls off no 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 th- it's, it's it's this season he just gets fired this season, this season. Yeah. Um. Wow. Fuck. All right. Uh. I because everybody's so hostile to Werner right now after that game. I'm gonna say he stays. You're gonna and, back him up, hey? Oh yeah. And we're gonna be <laughs> eighth place. How's that? I like them apples. <laughs> Do I actually believe that statement? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what goes on in my mind? Uh, I will. Right. <laughs> I will bet against it as well and less to do with Werner and more to do with Bauman. The fact that he held on to his, his favorite um, Kofeld. So as long as he yeah. did, um, yeah. I get, I get the feeling that Bauman is going to be more of the reason Werner sticks around. Uh, even if Werner is having a bad day uh, over and over and over again. Okay. Bet on it or against it. Christian. Ver- oh, and this is purely for Christian. So I have to back out of this one. Verter will have more points than TFC does by the end of the season. Oh yeah, that's a given. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
mean, if you're thinking otherwise, then you're fairly confused and not paying attention to what's going on in the world today. Absolutely. Okay, bet on or against it. Verter will have fewer clean sheets than games without gross starting. Hold on, let me try to calculate that in my mind. Fewer <laughs> clean sheets than the games gross. that gross doesn't start. Um, geez, why am I having difficulty? Uh, um, so if, if gross doesn't so, start, that counts as a yeah. game. Uh, or clean okay. sheets. Which so, one will have more? Uh, I think Gross won't start as much as people think he will. Get out. Mind, the yeah. way I see it is that we can't possibly have more than like two clean sheets, and Gross is definitely starting more than two games. Okay, I see where. You're... Okay, now. I... Um... Uh... <laughs> King yeah. Ian says. King Ian says Gross will start fifteen, and we'll have two clean sheets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm having so much trouble trying to understand that question. Um, I mean, I do. I'm fucking functionally retarded. But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I guess. Like, we're not going to have a lot of that's. I mean, it's kind of slightly slanted question, right? Like, I don't think Gross is going to start that many games this season. I know. I know. But, uh, yeah, we're obviously not going to have a lot of clean sheets. All right. Anybody want to make a dime bet? against Christian over under gross starts more than seven games, eight games, eight and a half, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this one flows right in line with the other one. Uh, Jinma, Voltamad and Gruev combined will have fewer starts than Christian gross. Wow. Combined all three combined, all three combined Jinma, Voltamad and Gruev. Fewer oh, starts. See, I think Volta, that I feel like that's kind of unfair because, uh, and I'll give my explanation. I think Voltamod's not really going to be getting a lot of starts. I mean, uh, I think he'll maybe get like one or two, but I don't foresee him, especially with the amount of strikers that we have and the quality of strikers that we have. He's not going to be getting a lot of starts. He'll be lucky if he touches the pitch like twice this season. Um, Grayev also like so far down the pecking order right now. Think of it. Like, apparently, he maybe yeah. fourth, maybe he'd be fourth. You know what I mean? Out of uh, Linen, Stay, and then if Kite is healthy. If Kite, Kite is not healthy, then for sure, Grayev will, will definitely see the pitch, especially if we're playing like a, a 3 5 2. Um, and then uh, Ninma, uh, he's also down the pecking order. So, I mean, I, I'll obviously I'm going to pick Gross on that, but I don't, I'll reiterate, I don't think Gross is going to be starting all that much this season. Yeah, I get I get this, the distinct feeling that unless something really terrible happens as far as injuries go, uh, yeah. Gross is going to have more starts. Uh, all right, bet it on it or against it. Burke will start more games at right wing back than Agu. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I love that question. Uh, I really do. <laughs> I'm betting against it. That's, I fucking hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. I, I will genuinely start to question. Uh, and I, I've been consistent about this. The one thing that always makes me lose respect and start to doubt a manager or a coach, rather, is when they start playing players way the fuck out of position. You know what I mean? Especially when you have players that can play that position. Um, and I will lose apps. I'll just, I'll think fucking 
Uh, Baron is off his goddamn rocker if Burt plays more, like, unless we're, like, if we have a goo available and he's playing <laughs> Burke more than, like, a game, then I, I think I, I, he's totally lost the fucking plot. <laughs> but this motherfucker should not be starting. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly, Christian. You couldn't have said it <laughs> A chef's kiss to yourself, hey? Uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> bet, bet on it or against it. Griev is still on our roster when the summer transfer window closes. That's basically saying yeah. he's sold in, the, in this this week or not? Yeah. No, he's not. He won't be. I'll bet. I'll or bet no, it's a. It. Uh, there's two week. There's two weeks left, isn't there? Two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I think he'll stay with us. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we obviously we obviously turned, turned down, down four million. We turned down four million, but yeah. I, I can't. I, I just don't. Okay. Part. Pardon me a moment. while I have an aneurysm. But how how sure. is it that you've got this? young talent that is apparently worth four million to some club. Yeah. But in your cup game, you don't even put him on the squad and you put him yeah. below Christian Gross. Um yeah. I guess the the new guy, uh Lulu <laughs> Lulu Lemon. <laughs> and and rap. Right? You you, you couldn't find a place for a, a, a player valued at four million dollars somewhere yeah. in, in with those yeah. three players. And yeah. what does that communicate to him? What, what? Yeah, not much. And that's and that's uh, why I'm saying lot, I'm actually, actually I'm I'm gonna bet against it. I think Griev is gone uh, yeah. by the end of this transfer window because I I don't see how he can even stand it and, unless there is some sure. sort of physical reason like he wasn't feeling good that we just aren't hearing about. Yeah. But they'd have said so. They'd have said so. Yeah. Uh, okay, last uh, bet on it or against it and. Uh, you have to agree with this in whole. So Clemens Fritz uh, said after uh, Full Crew criticized the team, Clemens Fritz was quoted as saying, we shouldn't point fingers at each other. Offense shouldn't criticize defense and they shouldn't criticize offense. Yeah. Shut up, Clemens Fritz. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a pussy hole. What kind of horse shit is that? Again, Christian, nail on the head. I am absolutely gonna love that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's uh, we'll open up the phone line here and see if Sooner is around to jump on the call, and uh, we'll get him to intro the new contest coming on, and uh, I guess the the upcoming game against Bayern Munchen, Bayern yes. Munchkins. Yes. Sooner, hey, can you hear me? And we can. Okay, cool. What's up, doggy? Hey, how's it going? So the, my microphone's like, I'm just moved, you know, so this is the first time I'm using my microphone. I'm not sure if it's too loud or not. It, it sounds space. fantastic. Wonderful. What are you just wearing? Just loud enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. No, no how, you, how you guys doing? As you've heard. Good. It's a really dumb question. I've yeah. been listening to you guys talk for like last all right so yeah um i'm just gonna talk a little bit about the big match that Brett Bremen has coming up on friday against um a little team that maybe some people might not have heard of before named uh, Bayern munich <laughs> um yeah so uh 
did you know that? So I think that this is the 61st Bundesliga season and uh, Bayern have won 33 of the 61 title. So they've won over half of the, uh, I guess I shouldn't surprise anyone, but that's still kind of, when you sit back and think of it, it seems like a lot. That's it? Uh, hmm? That's it? Yeah, I know that's it. Yeah, honestly, it probably should be more like 40 <laughs> or 50. Uh, maybe uh, that's true. And they've won the, the Pokal 20 times, Champions League six times, but they have won zero 2023 DFL Super Cups. They did not, uh, they have not won one of those. They there you lost, go. Lost yesterday to Leipzig, uh, three to nothing. Um, Werder Bayern, uh, that series has been played 127 times now. And I think that's got to be one of the most frequently played uh, games in the history of the Bundesliga. It's got to be right up there. It's it's Werder Bremen's most, um, the opponent they've played against the most often, second only to Haas Foul, which I think is like 153 times that we played Hamburg. But, you know, they're never coming back up. So eventually the, the Bayern game will pass them. We have, against Bayern, 28 wins. 29 ties and 72 losses. Um, it's 144 to 264 goal differential against them. Oh, yeah. um, if you're ever, by the way, I mean, I guess I shouldn't give away my secrets, but I, if you guys uh, are ever like wanting to like just pour through information like this, worldfootball.net, I believe is the website. It's fantastic. You can find all sorts of stats. Um, the last Verder win in this series came in 2008-2009 season. We won 5-2. to two. And I, lo- I did this that last uh, season. Uh, there's been 26 games since then with no win for Verder, and in that stretch, Verder Bremen has almost doubled the amount of five goal losses to Bayern as they do ties. They've lost to Bayern by five goals or more uh, seven times, and they've tied them four times in the last wow, 26. Damn. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, and people wonder why in the in the Verder contest why some of us pick five nothing and six nothing <laughs> losses for this game. Yeah, this is more likely than a draw, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you know, it's kind of hard to say what's going on with Bayern exactly right now because you know they just they've only played like the one. I mean, they played some test matches, but they've only played the one game. Uh, most probably, anyone who's even like a very casual soccer fan has heard about the saga of. Uh, Harry Kane and uh, how he came to that... yeah right yeah who is who is that Harry is that Kane. a porn star <laughs> <laughs> um, he's finally there now he did play yesterday for like 30 minutes I think uh, they call me big Harry Kane big, yeah big <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that would be did you star. order a pizza oh my god Harry Kane would you like to see my Harry Kane <laughs> <laughs> and I um, score 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 <laughs> <laughs> but now I want to win a title. No, uh, that's the reason why he lost. He left uh, Tottenham, uh, where he played 14 seasons, seasons and scored 213 goals. Um, uh, but honestly, I mean that's a huge signing for them, and I'll be interested to see what happens with them. But just like when I was looking through what they did this summer, I am way more intrigued by. Uh, I don't think he played. Maybe I think maybe he played the second half yesterday. People watched the game that they played. Yeah, he played Leipzig. a little bit. Uh, Min Jae Kim, this yep. center back who has uh, really only played outside of Korea for like two years. I think he like two years ago he played at Fenerbahce, uh, uh, and then last year he played at Napoli. And this he is a big human being. He's like just 
he's huge. He uh, passes the ball super well. He has like he's court. obese and potentially diabetic. No, <laughs> no. I mean, like, yeah, he's a, he's a man of incredible stature and uh, like, like sorry, Bolo, think... Bolo Young. <laughs> when he sits around the house he really sits around the house he really sits around the house right (laughs) (laughs) uh no but i think he's going to be a really good player for them um upa meccano i think had kind of been like dropping the ball there a little bit last year and they brought him in i think to kind of push him a little bit further or overtake that like starting position back there but he had a really great goal if you're wanting to if you're interested in watching it there was um YouTube video of a test match they put against Liverpool, and he was like on the on the the midway the the, the the midfield line, and he had tons of space, but like he just kicked this ball and it like went perfectly to a spot. I think that Gnabry was the one who then like took it and put it in for a goal. He's going to be a really good player for them. They also brought in Rafael Guerrero from. Dortmund. I was just going to say if he's if he's this big, then I'm really looking forward to us lining up in a three four three with Schmid. As one oh, of the God, strike, yeah, as exactly. one of the strikers that stands next to him, it's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> Probably rest his junk it's on top of his a, head. We, keep, we we make the hobbits jokes, but it would be like uh, you know Frodo versus that cave troll in the in the first. Movie. <laughs> hmm. Already lost me. Yeah, yeah I'm, <laughs> right. I must say, I know that this is kind of a nerd. Nerd, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so Guerrero came from Dortmund last year. Um, honestly, it feels really weird that like Dortmund would let um, yeah, sure. <laughs> a player like that go to your competition for the time. I mean, I, get, I know that happens a lot, but like Still. Lewandowski, and I, and I'm positive too that Dortmund essentially said at one point we're no longer selling players to our competitors, i.e., Scheiße Bayern. Right. Um, you know, I it makes me wonder whether they were just like, eh, he doesn't fit the plans. He's past his prime. Something, something, something. You know what I mean? That's just a girl that really wants it. Who's playing hard to get? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> no, we're yeah, never, right. we're never doing that again. Yeah, two a.m. booty call. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah, we'll, we'll sell up. you, Guerrero. Are you up? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, please. How soon do you need him there? We'll we'll send a car. <laughs> and then their uh, their other big move was to bring in uh, Konrad Leimer from Leipzig. So this is like another. Yeah, like, that's they, a huge. They didn't make a whole lot of moves, but it was like typical Bayern, like where they like took some of the best players from like. The perennial second and third best team in the Bundesliga and Le- Leipzig and, Bi- and uh, Dortmund, so yeah. they didn't really lose a whole lot. But, um, but yeah, yeah the, like, uh, it's not like Mane did much for him, anyways. Yeah, Mane. I think he's now he's playing in uh, Saudi Arabia Saudi somewhere. Arabia. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah the big, honestly, uh, the... I mean, I, I don't want to. I don't want to see this happen. But like, maybe we should just like sell Fulkrug to someplace over there and get like 50, 50 million euros for him or something. Dude, I don't think he'd go. I don't think he would either. But man, that payday. No, really, there's no human rights violations <laughs> happening there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he'd go, and I think probably Verde wouldn't do it. But like, we could probably get yeah. even more money than we would if they're sure. selling him to England if it's selling over there. Oh, um, but um, but so they. I mean, you know, they're probably going to run. I mean, they. It's hard to. I mean. They're one of those teams that like they, they can run lots of different lineups. You know, they're not like one of the, like the really cool teams like Verder who basically only runs one and says this is what we do. But uh, probably this is all be we like, have. This is literally like, our best one trick pony. Yeah. <laughs> like yesterday, what we saw from them was a four two, uh, a four two three one. 
They had uh, Tell playing up front, who was uh, someone who's been a couple of times this summer, a little bit linked to us. Bullshit. Yeah, he wasn't all that good yesterday, but uh, but yeah, and then Gnabry, Musiala, and then Sané, or maybe uh, Thomas Müller will be back, kind of doing a, a line of three. So the real got, question is, is yeah. what match day will Bayern Munich win the title? I think um, is. I mean, well, Harry Kane is <laughs> yeah. there right now, so I mean, yeah. Can, can we just go ahead and mail it to him? I might as well. <laughs> Although, I mean, like Leipzig really handled him yesterday, so I don't know. I mean, probably. He but probably think... didn't mind that. Harry Kane gets handled, part three. <laughs> yeah. I think I've seen that one. <laughs> That's with the three-way in the in the back of the van, right? right. <laughs> Wait, this isn't a real taxi cab. <laughs> yeah, and then the Oliver Kahn. And the chains just... I, somehow Oliver Kahn has to be a part of this too, right? Like you decide to see Oliver Kahn. He's 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 the he's the the, the driver. He's holding the camera. <laughs> he's instructing everybody. <laughs> Dirty old fuck. <laughs> but no, so yeah, they're they're gonna be really good. They're probably gonna win the title like for like the fifty eighth straight year in a row. And yeah, um, congrats. Yeah, congrats. Super Bayern. happy for their fans. Must feel yeah, really it, rewarding. It must. That's just gotta be the greatest thing ever. Yeah. 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 But um, but yeah, so that's the Bayern game. Um, it's going to be, I believe, Friday at uh, two thirty Eastern, one thirty. It's the big here. Friday season opener. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and just, I mean, I don't know if, on the off chance anyone's listening to this, like who, if you're going to be in Chicago, if you live in Chicago, or if you're going to be in Chicago on that day, I think that I'm going to go to there's a soccer bar here because uh, the game's going to be around like one thirty. I'm just going to go have lunch, have a few beers, and uh, go watch the game. So if you're hearing this. Meet me at AJ Hudson's. Um, watch sketchy. the game, and um, yeah. So I guess maybe I should talk a bit a, about a pink rose on the left lapel. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I'll be the one wearing just the jersey. I'll, I'll be I'll be wearing the new jersey, the home jersey, but just and for just the that. and for the rest of you, drive out of Balls town. Out. Go go to a small highway motel where they've got the channels <laughs> that you can rent by the hour or so. Ask for ask for an additional television. Okay, put the two side by side, load up the Werder Bayern game on the one and on the other, load up some just serious smut and tell me if you can tell the difference. <laughs> Get ass blasters 12. Right. More like Starring watching, Harry Kane. Like watch some crazy, <laughs> like, like sadistic, like 70s, like horror, like movie or something like that. That would, that would be good, too. Works as well. Oh, yeah. But uh, but yeah, so talking about the Verde contest, I should plug that real quick because in six days it gets underway. We did it last six year. days. Six days. It's kind of hard God to believe damn. that the season. So for those of you that are delaying, we need to stop tickling and start fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice, indeed. We need it. We we gotta we, we gotta start, we gotta start fucking. <laughs> I, don't know. I have no idea. What, I don't know anyone where that was so going. So, for those of you that live in the Chicago area, again, yeah, where we, we got to start where fucking. We... <laughs> hey. Change where plans. We... Come to my apartment. <laughs> I'll order Ethiopian food. And uh... <laughs> sounds sensual. <laughs> no, but. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I think you broke, we broke Ben there a little bit. Oh. Um, 
<laughs> no, but so anyways, the Verita Contest. We did it last year. Uh, basically, we, we break up the season into two halves. We'll do one for the first half of the season, one for the second half of the season. And um, uh, basically what I need from you if you want to compete, uh, or if you want to, want to take part, is uh, on before the game starts on Friday, send me a prediction for the Bayern game. That's the first thing. Second thing I need is you have to tell me after match day 16, what's Fair to Bremen's point total, table position, and goal differential going to be? So not so like going like like once the winter break happens, where's Fair to Bremen going to be in the table? What's their point total going to be and goal differential? And then I need you to tell me who's going to lead Werder Bremen at that same point after match day 16 in the following five categories. Goals scored, assists, yellow cards, uh, duels won, and uh, distance run. And um, basically, uh, you get points for all that. Uh, um, if, if you go to the Werder Contest Twitter or X page, the, the X-rated page for the Werder Contest... Um, if you Google Verda Contest Twitter, I think it comes up. Um, then you can click on a link there and you can find out how all the scoring works. But uh, So send me that. And the, the way to send me those pieces of information, the best way so that I can't see it and let it influence what I'm picking, is uh, to either DM that, that Verda Contest on X uh, um, account or email uh, VerdaPicks at Yahoo.com. And so that's the best way to get me the picks in. Last year, we had a, a pretty good group, especially in the Rook Runda. We had, like I said, 16 or 17 people who were doing it pretty much every week. It was a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, so get me those picks in. You've got, like, uh, until Friday afternoon. I'm seriously having trouble keeping it together. <laughs> after after the, 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 uh, the, oh. suggested, the suggested Ethiopian food orgy to watch the Bayern uh, and watch Harry Kane. Oh my gosh! Like I'm so glad we're not on video because <laughs> I'm an absolute mess here right now. I'm laughing. You think that's a mess? Just wait until Friday over here. <laughs> so there is a there is a legitimate question out there from King Ian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is, is this contest going to be rigged again? <laughs> oh, so I well, I'm, I just caught all of these. Uh, the comments here i was not looking at them um this it was not rigged it was a perfect contest last time wonderful it was perfect beautiful big beautiful, beautiful perfect contest i got many compliments <laughs> on the contest it was a wonderful people thing. were calling me saying this is the greatest contest, contest that has ever been run yeah <laughs> no i don't think it's uh like although we do have to watch out because if someone else wins besides me it was probably rigged and so at that point we do have to maybe like see what we can do about that Right. Oh, I demand a recount. Right. <laughs> it was stolen from you at that point. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean, at that point, I mean, there were all these ballots that came in, all these, all these, all these predictions. <laughs> like, well, how did that happen? <laughs> all right, folks. So if you're interested in joining the contest, be sure to get your stuff in at Verter Contest by, uh, uh, on the X uh, platform and uh, or by email verterpicks at yahoo.com and picks is P-I-C-K-S, not P-I-C-S. Uh, and wow, so man. make sure you, you get all of the information that's for... Great, that's a great business idea, though. I got to keep that in mind. Ver <laughs> so <laughs> get that in by the before the kickoff, which is a Friday, so you can't be lollygagging. Uh, there's a nice up-to-date term that's hip uh and 
yeah, so you got the rundown of what you all need to get to sooner. If you want to know more, at Verter Contest on the X uh, platform has got, um, I guess, the, the the rundown of what you need to provide. Plus, I think there's a link on the Discord, right? You said that? Uh, yeah, I, 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 there is. Yeah, if you're on the Discord, head down there, and there's actually a text channel that has uh, the um, – I, I posted a link there and basically the rundown of how it all works. Um, Perfect. And also, feel free. I mean, if, if you if you don't like, if you have questions or something doesn't make sense, just reach out to me on Discord or on X or the Verder Instagram Instagram account, whatever, something like that. I, I'll be sure to help you out. Can we not call it that anymore? Just call it Twitter. I, you know, you can't yeah. even call. I, I didn't really. You can't even call it a retweet anymore. I mean, apparently it's a repost. They really are trying to like take it the, the, the whole tweet thing out of it. A reX. Well, I mean, the re-ex. whole platform is garbage. Re-ex, yeah. Yeah, we love getting Reacts, Jordan Peterson Rex. videos sent to me non-stop, non-fucking stop. What's he crying about now? Uh, don't don't you, under, don't you understand, uh, Christian? It's 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 a it's a bloody shame uh, what's been going on here. <laughs> That's an incredible Jordan Peterson. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. <laughs> and, and, and all and all of you need to begin uh, cleaning your rooms uh, and, and becoming real proper men. <laughs> eating meat and taking barbiturates i've got i've got Non-stop. a real thing for, for for harry kane uh I, I i i think he's bloody well amazing <laughs> all right let's uh let's let's move on i think actually i think that's it uh we're gonna cut our two hour show short uh sorry everybody uh our two to three hour show is is only going to be about an hour and 15 today um as always is there anything else you guys want to add to the discussion this friday Bayern munich again do that with that what you will be sure to get your uh selections in for sooner to join the contest please check out what verter north america is doing on the uh the link tree uh, so verter uh, l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e backslash verter na we'd love to have you be a part of the community there um there's all kinds of other stuff that you can you can participate in most of it's pg rated uh and yeah anything else you guys want to add before we sign off for the day um not in particular uh check out the instagram page uh, oh yeah sooner has been doing a lot of really good work on there He's updating it with great regularity, with some great content. If you guys ever want to provide us with any sort of shit going on in your city, we're happy to retweet it, repost it, re-whatever. Yeah. Um, trying to think. Re-exit. I got a pop-up. Yeah, exactly. I got a pop-up coming up in two weeks. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah, sure. And the only other thing is, like, if you are, like, I mean, uh, you know, we got a week before the Bundesliga season starts. I did do on the blog here this week... Uh, uh, just kind of like I did like a highlights of um, what every team did transfers in transfers out and uh, um, maybe I, I like where where I'm kind of thinking every team's gonna finish in the table you know it's based on my expert uh, analysis so do with that what you will but uh, yeah head over to the Verder North America blog and uh, check that out if you want and yeah we forgot to do that where we figure the uh, the team is gonna land uh, at the mid and end of the season for this show but I honestly thought well screw it if we tell people where they think they're going to land, then that'll ruin the contest. Right. So we'll... Because <laughs> everybody's going to jump on board with uh, with my prediction, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fourth right. place, everybody. Fourth place, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
All right. Well, thanks to you both. Appreciate it very much. Thanks, everybody that's listening live. And thanks to everybody that's catching this as a podcast. By all means, reach out to us. Get in touch if you're new. Uh, and uh, we'll plug you in. Have a great uh, have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks, thanks again, guys. Appreciate your time. Have a good one, guys. Take care. Ciao, ciao. Ciao. And where are we? Oh.